Oh, Sam, what's good? Say Sam, Sam, sign it in on Sad Talks. How you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm good, man. What about you? Oh, man, I'm still breathing. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Hey, um, good. That makes cool. <laughs> <laughs> we still beating Corona. So far, man, I ain't gonna lie. I, I got a little bit worried uh, a little bit earlier today. I saw both. I said, what is this? I had to look at symptoms real quick, and I was like, I right, ain't like my, my throat is dying, nothing like that. I don't know, man. It's getting to that point, though. Hey, you might have to take off a work couple of days, man. Hey, see, I just might have to, and I will do so gladly. <laughs> might have to do that. Um, so now that uh, our listeners have endured a minute of us, uh, you know, going through the motions, welcome one and all to Sav Talks. This is episode two. I don't know what we're going to call it, but you'll probably figure out when we get to the end of the episode. Uh, or co-host, Sunnyside Sam, and this is Tony Antagonist, a.k.a. Tony Monterey, a.k.a. Sale the Man of Bells. So I don't know. Do you got any other titles? Because that's that's all I can think of right now. Um, I also have Indigo. Indigo, I yes, have, yes. But, uh, Jesus, I got a whole bunch of different names. It used to be Mountain Fly. It's, man, we'd be here all day if I saw listening to all types of names. Yeah, see, man, I'm in the titles. Um, one of the things that we just want to, uh, I think we, you know, I don't know. Last episode went on like two hours. What was it like two hours? Uh, well, there was a split recording, but yeah, I think all in all together, it was like two hours. Cause they both got uploaded. Yeah, so all together it was like two hours. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So um, let's let's not let's not hit the, yeah. let's hit the two hour mark. <laughs> let's keep it short this time. <laughs> Way short. <laughs> so um. What we're, what we're going to do is, you know, the topic for today, or just one of the topics, we may develop another one as we go along, because um, that's what we do. As y'all know, I myself personally like to ramble. But today's uh, first and foremost topic is uh, regrets. Let me know if I'm saying this right, by the way. Uh, regrets and whether or not you learn from them. No, it's not. Pretty much, yeah. Just the, because, you know, people, uh, they have these tropes or whatever, so... A common trope that you hear is, you know, I don't have no regrets. I don't regret anything in my life. But I was thinking about it, and, like, if anybody reflects on something in order to learn it, don't they have to regret the decision that they made before they uh, get to learning from the things? Yes. Pretty much that thing, yeah. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That, that makes total sense, because I was trying my hardest to explain it to myself, and I, I was not. Um... Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm give a, a small piece on it, not not necessarily an anecdote, but really more an interpretation as to you know where we stand as we grow. But this is just my personal interpretation. In no way, shape, or form should anyone take this opinion and live by it unless they choose to do so, because I believe in free will and all that. Um, so when it comes to, you know, say you make a bad decision and of course you look back or you have an argument and you think, why did I say that? Why did I say it like that? Um, you're always going to be faced with, well, could I have done this differently? Blah, blah, blah. And some people say, well, if you think about that remorsefully, 
then you have a regret. But to me personally, I don't think there's necessarily regret. I think it's more so, okay, I messed up and I accept that I messed up. Now that I've accepted it, this is what I can do better. Right. Uh, so, some kind of business. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Of course, everybody has regrets. Everyone may say they don't have regrets, but everybody has regrets. However, in that case, you know, in the case where somebody says, I don't have regrets, everything happened for a reason. So I could grow and become the person that I am. And I was like, Are you playing 2K? Wow. <laughs> but uh, maybe just a little. <laughs> a little bit. But that being said, um, but yeah, you know, it's it's as simple as that. I can't necessarily grow unless I've accepted that there's something that I could have done better. That's how evolution works. I'm not going to evolve to become worse at something. I'm going to evolve to become better at something. For some people, that may be, you know, I may evolve physically. I might exercise more to get my lung capacity up, my muscle density. For some people, it may be emotional. I may learn how to manage my emotions better. I may learn how to converse with people without letting my emotions flow into the conversation or political arguments or necessarily just numbers and data. You know, say you work in a customer service job and somebody give you all of this blah, blah, blah. And then you start spitting out everything back along with your emotions. You know, that's how you can turn into tide some things. And last but not least, you know, you got physical, you got emotional, but then you got mentally. You know, that's where it's, um, I forgot which episode I did. I think it was episode two of uh, Do Better Radio. It may, I could be wrong. I don't know. Don't check me on that. But with mentally, that's where you're sitting down with yourself and, you know, you're necessarily thinking, what was my thought process at this time? What was my thought process you know, how could, what are the different paths that I could have planned? Um, one of the references I like to make as far as planning mentally for your future and, you know, um, planning for, you know, anything to go wrong and also anything to go right is the character Rat from the anime Juni Tyson, where he has the power of 100 paths. He can see 100 different outcomes. Uh, yeah, I just spoiled it for somebody. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. Um, he can see 100 Love different but he has to live through each one of those outcomes to learn from it. So, yeah, you know, but, you know, that's, that's, similar that's to, uh, to uh, Inspector in a way, the main character has a, a similar uh, power of this. Yeah, you talking about Case Closed? Um, no, there's a, I, the season just finished, an anime, it was on Crunchyroll called Inspector. Um, I'm gonna have to check that out. Uh, it's yeah, you can check it out. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, they kind of dragged the 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 arc out a little bit way too. Like the first arc is like the entire season, so it's like 12, 13 episodes of the same story. And it, about midway through, you keep you're gonna find yourself going, okay, can we get off of this story? But it, it's good. Mm. Okay. All right, yeah, I'm gonna definitely check it out. Uh, we, in no way, shape, or form, on any parts of Crunchyroll or the studio that did Inspector, we just happen to have a conversation about it. This is not promotion of any sort, nor is it us claiming to own such. Just gotta throw that disclaimer in there. Definitely. Um, dang. Uh, did you want to start with an anecdote on regret, or or should I start? 
Um, yeah, I go ahead. So, because my thinking behind this is not because I guess the difference between regret and remorse is how long it lingers. Um, because when I originally thought of this question, I'm thinking like in that moment when you're reflecting, you regret on regret it. So if that's just the difference, then that's just the difference. But I mean, regret is with with anything, regret can be uh, it can be good or bad, right? Okay. Um, there are some things that certain people do need to regret. That is some how some people move on and how they do evolve themselves. Um, for some people, that's their drive, that's their kick. Um, whereas some people, I guess, remorse would be a, a better word for them. To where they don't necessarily regret it because they do feel as though they learn from it and that's how they move on. Um, so if that's just the difference and that's just the difference, but I was more so thinking on that that instantaneous moment of of a reflection because you know the saying never say never and people are like oh I never regret anything and that was more so my thought of when I had this. Mm. I feel like when people say that, that's kind of like uh, if if any uh, psych majors want to correct me because I, I, I don't know psychology like that. I think that might be a form of narcissism. Now, narcissism is when you make it about you all the time. Right. Um, gosh, what what is it when you place yourself on a higher plane than others around you? Um, um it might not, start with an A. It's... I, I can't remember. It's one of those terms. But yeah, that's that's what I believe it to be. You know, you you are without flaws, you are without any form of weaknesses, stuff like that. You know, which is a great mindset to have in certain aspects, such as you know, you want a sporting events as a you know as a competitor, but or you know, you go into video game tournaments or you go into work to get a certain amount of numbers and blah blah blah. Oh, I have no flaws and I'm the best. I'm the best. But kind of like me in some that uh, that moment when you kind of got to wrap yourself up for it. Yeah, you know when you when you're trying to get yourself ready for it, you know to just boost yourself up. But in actuality, you know, for things such as when I'm having dynamic dialogue with someone, or I'm going, you know, I'm going through emails, I'm going back and forth. I need to be able to express to someone, okay, you know, if I messed up, say I'm working on a company project, and there are you know three, four of us in the group, and I messed up on my part, I came short on my part. And because of that, we're set behind a couple days. And not even a couple days, shoot, a couple hours. The meeting is at 11. We're supposed to have all this stuff done by 8 a.m. Now, say I didn't have all my stuff. Now, everyone, you know, I got to work double to pick my slack up because nobody's going to do it for me. You know, and, 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 you know, in a cruel world, in a really kind world, my teammates are like, all right, I'll pull away from my work a little bit to help out. Well, I'll do this and I'll do that while you do this and you do that. But at the end of the day, I dropped the ball and I let my team know, yo, I, I, I dropped, you know, I, I messed up. I messed up. This is on me. This is what I could have done better and I didn't. But let's all, you know, step back for a minute and think 80% of America is not even like that. Um, they're definitely not. 80% of America. It, from the viewpoint that I've seen at least goes because I mean a lot of people don't take things seriously which I mean you don't have to live and die by every project you're in or every 
mistake that you make or every decision that you make. And a lot of people have a the mentality of I made a uh, I made this decision decision. I'm gonna stick with it, which is which is beautiful. But conviction wise, conviction wise. Right, there's there's a limit to these things. There's a there's a balance to it. And I, I think that uh that balance gets lost in the translation. Because a lot of what I've seen, if somebody messes up on a group project, a lot of times they just kind of sit there either brooding about it or giving off the, eh, I don't really care detail, while everybody else does end up having to pick up that swag. Uh, 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 a lot of people go, argue that's a maturity thing. Yeah, you definitely. Because, hey, you know, I, I don't, you know, I'm I'm not gonna try and pick anybody's brain or anything, but you know, that's more of a thing that kind of stems from a young age. You know, were you made to take responsibility at a young age, or did you just try and hide the mess because you knew you would get yelled at, or for some people you get a spanking, you get your toys signal, you have your timeout. Were you trying to avoid responsibility because you didn't want punishment? I don't know. Honestly, I didn't. I, I'm, I'm gonna have to write that down. We're gonna bring that up at a later date. Um, let me drop an anecdote, or you know, just just something small as far as uh, remorse and regret. And this is something that was a little. Uh, this is a life lesson. Uh not not necessarily a life lesson, but something that pertains to my life personally. Um, for most of my listeners who are coming here from Do Better Radio. Uh, you all know that I studied in engineering. Uh, I had my STEM degree. But when I was in uh, engineering, I was in uh, aerospace engineering when I first went to school. And my second semester, not second semester, second year, uh, second semester, and my third year, first semester, were probably the hardest times that I've ever experienced. Uh, no, no. Third year. Yeah, all of third year. Yeah, all of third year was probably the worst time I had in my aerospace program because um, I just couldn't understand how my professor had taught things. You know, that was incompetence on my part, so I thought. Um, so I ended up leaving the aerospace program and switching over to uh, electrical engineering and technology. And, you know, of course, when I'm seeing all of my friends graduate with these aerospace degrees, I'm just thinking, like, dang, you know, they, they got aerospace on their degrees and that could have been me, you know. I picked an entirely different focus, and it really sat on my mind for a long time. Now, mind you, this is like a whole year of school that I was just going through. When I said I was going through, I was getting like straight D's and E's on these tests and quizzes. Like, I, like all that work that I did to get great, and you know, up to count one through three, that was nothing compared to trying to get past statics. Statics was horrible. I'm good at statics now because I had a different teacher. Um. But at the time, it was horrible. And I just felt, y'all, maybe I'm just not intelligent enough for this program. And I really regret the fact that I left uh, aerospace when I first got to electrical. And the reason why I had that regret was because maybe I just didn't work hard enough. When I'm spending three, four hours in the library at night, you know, I got two hours for all my other work, you know, five other classes. I have two hours specifically for statics. And it just wasn't enough. Maybe I just didn't work hard enough. And it wasn't that. It was just at the time, I couldn't see that. But I did have the regret that I didn't work hard enough. I slacked off. I could have worked harder. 
And it wasn't until the end of my first semester of being in electric that I stepped back and I realized maybe I wasn't the problem. Maybe my way of learning was the problem. All right, hold on. That, that's going to be confusing. Maybe I wasn't the problem. Maybe my relationship with my uh, professor's teachings, my learning and my professor's teachings, that was the problem. Because when I got an entirely different professor who taught things in an entirely different way, you know, things were so much clearer. Worked out better for you. Yeah, it got a lot better. But, you know, that sense of regret went away after I realized, okay, maybe I was just being too hard on myself and maybe I didn't need aerospace in order to be where I am. Like, no matter what, I was going to come out of school, you know, of course, after some time because it's hard finding a job, no matter what type of experience you have, uh, especially here in uh, Northeast America. But, I knew that somehow, some way, somewhere down the line, within the three-year period, I was going to find my way to a decent band job. And lo and behold, you know, I am. I'm. I'm at a pretty darn decent job. I, I got a. I, you know, I got a, my name on an office in the government, and you know, e- even though Corona is happening right now, when I can finally get back to work. You know, I'll be getting paid. Oh, <laughs> Corona! <laughs> but that sense of regret went away once I realized everything that had to happen in order to, in order for me to become who I was meant to be after the storm. You know, there's a, there's a. Uh, I was just listening to Brilliant Idiots. Shout out to Charlemagne the Guy and Andrew Schultz. Um, they made a comment. Where there was a for stories of hero stories of heroes, you have tragedy, and then triumph. So for that tragedy, oh man, I forgot, I forgot with anger. You gotta tap the uh, screen. So with me, yeah. that tragedy was, you know, I was just getting destroyed in statics, and it was just crushing me. Like it was, it was so bad. My mother was asking me, like, "Yo, what's what's going on with you for real?" Um. And I've, I, last time I had that was like AP Bio in high school. And, um, but, but that, that tragedy, because it was crushing not only just, it wasn't just the grades, it was also messing with my spirit as far as my confidence as a person. But when I found, which is very important. Yeah, it's very important. Yo, yo, take care of yourselves. Your mental health, your emotional health is very important because if you don't have that, I guarantee you won't have physical health. It'll be a matter of time. It's like, yeah, I can lift this or whatever, but that means nothing if I don't feel good while I'm doing it. But that's a side note. Um, but after I had that tragedy, it just, you know, dying on the inside, essentially, I, I was able to triumph. I was able to triumph after I switched over to electrical and I started getting a better community. Uh, I had, you know, students, my classmates, they were much more open-minded than my former classmates. Don't get me wrong. You know, everybody's still cool. It's just their minds were a lot more open. There were different ways to do things. You know, not everybody panicked. If we all panic, we all panic together and not one person succeed. And then that's it. I don't care about the rest of y'all. It's like, you know, we're all in this together. If you made the effort, if you want to stay after an hour, I'll stay after an hour. But it's a different community that I never experienced. But I was that's, that's just my story on, you know, regret. The regret was I had to go through the tragedy because I didn't see myself as doing going through the tragedy strong enough. But I got over that regret once I began to triumph. My grades just skyrocketed 
as I moved into the electrical program. So there are a lot of things that a lot of students, uh, really a lot of people, don't necessarily understand why all of these bad things happen to me. What's wrong with me? Why can't I get it right? Sometimes you got to step back and you got to ask yourself, okay, what have I done right so far? And do I deserve all of the stress that I'm putting on myself? And that's 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 all I got to say on that. What what you got? Oh no, I just thought it was uh, interesting the way you posed that question. You know, do I deserve all the stuff that I'm putting on myself? Because mm-hmm. I mean, it happens. You put stress on yourself. People put stress on yourself. But the question of uh, do you deserve it is an interesting question. Because I mean, nobody initially feels as though they deserve to be stressed. You know, everybody wants to take things easy and just have everything go their way. Like, that's the ideal world right there where everyone can be happy and everything's perfect. But we all know that uh, that is far from the world that we live in. Um, so, you know, to, to say, do I deserve the stress that I'm putting my, on myself? I just thought that's very interesting the way you, uh, you pose that question to yourself. Because if, if you could be honest with yourself with that question, I think that uh, I think that makes a, a major difference in um, in a lot of areas. I think that makes a difference in, in how successful people can be, how happy people can be, the things that people can achieve. Because I mean, in in order to answer that, you, I mean, you can't lie to yourself. That that that's one question where you have to be fully you have to be fully um, honest with yourself. Mm. Mm. See, and it, you know, honestly, that's that's an issue that a lot of us have right now in this day and age. We're in a society of, you know, you see everything on social media about everybody living good and all of that. And then you have all of the mm-hmm. TV commercials. If you don't watch TV, then when you ride the bus in the morning, you want to see ads on the bus. You don't ride the bus. You in a car, you want to see billboards. If you live out in the country or west nowhere, then, you know, you're going to come into the job. I don't know. There's going to be some type of influence. Yeah. You know, for a in lot some of people, it's for a majority of people. You're gonna see something that's like, dang, I kind of wish I had that. Wish I could have did that. Wish I had all of these, those, and those. These, those, and these. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but you know, we're looking at that, and we start to mold ourselves to fit that rather than molding ourselves to fit ourselves. So, um, of course, one of the big things uh, that I try and focus on now. You know, as I'm growing up, you know, I'm in my 20s. As uh, Scissor said, uh, those stuck in those 20 somethings. I like it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I'm I'm thinking about it now. I'm in my 20s. Okay, I've graduated. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what exactly is my next move. I have a good paying job. You know, I'm supporting my family right now. But okay, what's the next step? My next step, of course is I want to be able to get my own place. And when I say my own place, I don't mean apartment. I want my own standalone house. I don't want a townhouse. Simply because I don't like other people's kids. I don't like other people's pets. I don't like other people's drama. If you're having a party, great. If you're parking in front of my house, I'm have a problem. Because if I want to go get a caramel frappe from McDonald's at 2 a.m. in the morning, even though the ice cream machine is broken, and they go out of their way to fix it for me because I'm such a nice person, then I should be able to do that. But 
All right, first of all, if all that's going on, I need, I need some advice. Look, <laughs> you can get them to fix the ice cream machine. I need to start living relax. like you. <laughs> relax. But my my thing is, you know, I'm trying to plan out my next move. And in order to be able to plan out my move, I got to figure out the first thing that a lot of people don't want to figure out is, who am I? What are the things that I like? What are the things that I don't like? What are my issues? And nobody wants to. That's tough yeah, that too. last question right there. Think about it. What are my issues? When was the last one? I'm- I mean, the, the question in general, because you know, at, at these ages, especially in our twenty somethings and and lower, we're still evolving. Still evolving. We're still changing day by day. And this is a heck of a time to evolve, man. You know, nobody's experienced this before in this manner, in this lifetime. Except for, you know, a couple of people who lived through the Spanish flu. Um, some people who lived through, uh, what, what was that last one? What was it? That, that SARS outbreak a couple of years ago? Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, but that wasn't really like on That wasn't, wasn't on this uh, if, right. if y'all have heard of something or uh, have knowledge of anything on the scale that I don't know about, oh, yeah, Ebola. Um, even Ebola wasn't this bad. Right. And nothing was this bad. I mean, which one? Say uh, swine flu, or bird flu, whatever. None of that was this, or at least it wasn't this bad. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. No. Not at all. no. But uh, to stay on track, um, gosh, what are my issues? And, you know, I keep emphasizing that question because that's a question that a lot of us, uh, we, we tend to put aside because of ego. And, you know, it's really easy to have an ego. I would know I'm very egotistical. I'm very cocky. Uh, I have my own podcast, of course, as you know. Um, I can talk for hours. I made an episode called It's Not That Hard, Bruh. That's the episode that I was thinking of earlier. It's Not That Hard, Bruh, where you not necessarily minimalizing your pain or your struggle, but you're stepping, a, you're stepping back, looking at it, figuring out what you can and can't do, and then after that, leaving it alone and you know doing your absolute best and not get stressed about it by distracting yourself with positive things or really, you know, resting, resting your mind, reading, all of that stuff. That's what that was about. But what are my issues? I want, I want to challenge all of our listeners. Ask yourself that. Like, look at your mirror act. What's wrong with me? And I don't mean like what's wrong with you personality wise. I need you to think back to the dark recesses of your teens. Uh, if you are a teen to your childhood, um, I doubt any small children are looking at this, but where you are a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago, a couple years ago, I want you to think back. A couple hours ago. Relax. <laughs> I want you to think back, and I want you to ask yourself, okay, I don't like certain things, or let's say, for example, um, me personally, I, uh, I'm not necessarily, I don't like to argue intensely like i don't i don't like the big yelling argument if it's something serious if it's something silly like we arguing about uh different anime we arguing about sports um we arguing about food or sauce or shoes clothes artists whatever you know anything that's not serious such as relationships money familial interact social interaction Stuff like that. If we're when we're arguing and we're, I don't like yelling during conversations like that. I believe it's important to, for myself personally, I believe it's important to approach topics like those with a clear 
settled environment where we can both sit down on opposite sides of the table and come to an understanding whether we have to write our issues out or we have to, you know, do a deliberation where we talk, we speak to each other, we step aside from each other for five minutes, think about it, think about a rebuttal, think about a response, and then come back and talk about it. But it has to be a calm setting for me. This is me personally. I don't like yelling about stuff when I don't have to yell, if it's important. Important stuff I don't like yelling about, simply because of me, when I was younger, that was something that I would see, not in, never in a household, but I would see it in uh, school environments. And, you know, as a child, you spend most of your time of the week in school. Because whenever you're at home, mm-hmm. you know, you got the bus ride home, and then you got about three or four hours before you go to sleep, or three or four hours before you start the process to go to sleep. And that's the time with your parents, and of course you get the morning time. But most of your time, most of your influence comes from being in school. And whenever I was in school and I would see that, that's, you know, between siblings, between cousins, between parents and teachers or parents and students, whenever they would come up at 11 in the morning and they were like, yeah, little Johnny, he was acting up a word. And then the parent pull up to the school and they get out the car with the belt. And it's not the normal uh, black or brown leather belt. No, it's the braided leather belt. And then you hear James Brown popping on Take No Mouse. And, you know, as they slowly walk into the school, where he at? And then nobody says anything. They just point in the direction of the child. And then they grab the child. Look, the point is, everybody has a reason for something that they don't like a certain type of thing. I don't like yelling. That's why I have to figure out, you know, what's wrong with me. Why don't I like yelling? And the reason because of that is because of the interactions I've seen as a young age. Um, so this is one thing. Not to mention it's proved to be, like, super ineffective because when everybody's yelling, nobody Precisely. It's like, y'all yell, and there's a lot of chaos and commotion, but you never, because I was just about to get to that, you never solved anything. You know, you probably temper it, you slap the Band-Aid on it, or you slap some, uh, slap some, what is it, flex tape? Some flex tape. Uh, Flex flex too. But that didn't necessarily do anything for the long run. You know? Honestly, you ain't even do that. You raise your blood pressure, and, you know, you probably took you know, a couple minutes of your life each and every time you did that, and a lot of times you you didn't even stop. I can't hear you over my life. You didn't even cover up the one. (laughs) 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 No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know, I I just try and avoid that as much as possible. But, you know, that's why I say find out what exactly is what's wrong with me. Everybody, you know, go home and ask yourself that. What's wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got issues, man. Every- Everybody got issues. And it's if you're the person who's always going through something and it's always somebody else's fault. It's your fault. That's the point, right, where you got to admit that something is your fault. That nothing is always somebody else's fault. That, that's just not real. I don't care who you are. I don't care what it is. Um, George Bush, Donald Trump, Kanye West, SZA, Beyonce. It, like, nothing is always somebody else's fault. Because if you're in the situation, then you hold some sort of responsibility and accountability towards it, too. Even if it's something that you didn't cause. It could be something that you didn't cause, that you randomly 
I was in an elementary school once, and I got into a fight that I didn't even know. I was Them elementary in. school fights hit different. They do. But, like, I didn't even know I was supposed to be in. And it, it was just, I was cool with a certain event we wanted. Um, we go home for the weekend. I come back on Monday, and I try to talk to this dude. He's like, no, nah, don't try to talk to me now. What would you at? You ducked me Friday. We were supposed to fight. This is the first I heard of this. Now, if we were talking to me now, then I probably would have been maturing up to ask him why we're fighting, and I probably would have squashed it right then and there, because, I mean, I was cool, bro. I didn't want to fight him. It's a cool dude. But me right there, it's like, okay, well, we supposed to fight. I guess we're going to fight then. And we fought, and, like, I got my behind tore up. That's all right. That's okay. Like, tore That is up. okay. I've had it happen. I'm going to tell my story after you. <laughs> no, that was pretty much it. Just, you know, I, I hold responsibility and accountability for that. Like, should had anything happen, be it somebody gets injured or it was uh, somebody that got in trouble for that. If anything happens, or if I'm mad that I lost the fight, or whatever, whatever uh, consequence that comes out of that altercation, I hold responsibility in it too, because instead of going, wait, why are we fighting? I just went along with it. Like, I ain't asked no questions, none of that. I was just like, Oh, okay. Um, I ain't know about this, but whatever, cool. With the smoke, god dang. Because, I, I, I don't know, it was just, that was kind of why I was like, okay, he wants to fight, let's fight, you know? Gotta be a man here, like. Yeah. It had nothing to do with being a man. It was just like, I don't know, for whatever reason, I felt this inherent responsibility to hold my ground when Looking back on it now, I didn't even have any ground to hold because, like, I didn't even know this was supposed to happen. I thought we were all cool. You know, and it's funny because at a young age, um, especially here in the DMV, I don't don't know about the rest of the country, but here in the DMV, um, you know, one of the things that a lot of people uh, get this misconception about being a man is – Oh, somebody trying to square up. You got to square up. For those of you who don't know what square up means, uh, it means you put your dukes up, your fists up to fight. Uh, for the technical folk in the back, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you if you want to square up, let's square up. You know, anybody who challenges you, you got to be ready to fight back. You got to be able to give them 100% of your go. And that's not necessarily what it means to be a man. You know, you don't have to be the roughest, toughest Yeah. It's actually the opposite of most uh, most situations. Yeah, you don't you do not have to be the roughest toughest dude uh, around because I got two younger siblings, and I tell them what it means to be a man is you you know you you got two things Re- really one of them is important the other um, you know you can put it on the back burner I bet but the first thing is as a man you handle your business you handle your business if you got stuff that you got to take care of you got kids take care of you got classes take care of if you got a job, take care of it. If you got money, you got bills that need to be paid, take care of it. You got a girl, take care of her. You got your mom and pops, take care of them. That's what it means to be a man. Take care of your folks. Take care of all of your business. That's your business. Two. Take care of your responsibility, yeah, too. Yeah, take care of that. Yeah, handle, be responsible. That's it. First, be responsible. 
for all things that you are interacting with, that you have a hand in, or you have any form of influence on that you don't even know you got an influence on, be the best possible, be the best possible example that you can be. Two, this is where the example part comes at. Live by your word. So we got to take care of your business and live by your word. Living by your word means everything that I say that I do and I'm about, I got to be about it. I got to be about it. You know, you you know me personally, me, I'm not a very violent person. Everyone knows I'm not a violent person. I do not like to fight when I don't have to fight. However. <laughs> You're right. You're However, right. When it's not just me involved and I got somebody behind me, then if I have no other option, then I would I'm, 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 look, I'm gonna give my absolute best to protect the people I love. But being about your word, if I say I don't like cheaters, then say you don't like cheaters and don't be out here cheating. Just say, uh, in fact, I'll give you a simple mm-hmm. one. Just say I'm vegan. Then actually be vegan. Don't don't be drinking. Don't be having cookies and milk and nobody looking. And I mean like the whole milk, not two percent, not skim, not non-fat. No, nah, like, whole milk. milk. Because that's all milk. You can't be out here having cookies and milk if you're a vegan. Now, you got Matter of fact, that's a common thing, too, because I know a lot of people that go, oh, yeah, I'm vegan now. Well, not actually all the way vegan. I'm actually pescatarian. I still eat fish and stuff. But, like, then why didn't you just say, just say pescatarian? Here? Like, it's fun. That, that makes me, ooh, ooh, that makes me so mad. It's like, yeah, nah, I'm a, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> But I just saw you eating shrimp. Nah, nah, nah. That's that's not really meat, though. I mean, it's it's like seafood. That's yeah. so you're a pescatarian. Don't ask me no questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, what Don't ask me no questions. Like what? What? Like when people say I'm vegan, but you out here eating boiled eggs. So are you ovo lacto vegetarian? Or that's the term from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Love that movie. But. People, that, that's what I'm saying about being about your word. You can't say I'm vegetarian and then I catch you eating fish. You hit the fish fry. Tan some catfish with the hot sauce up. The Texas Pete or the Tabasco. You you can't be a vegetarian. Dude. Looking over your shoulder the entire time. Like, I hope I ain't nobody I know it. Like, son, that, that's what I'm saying about living by your word. So, for uh, you know, for, for those people who don't know what it means to be a man. I'm going to just give you my two personal jobs. One, handle your business. Handle your business. Be about your business. Two, live by your word. Everything that you say that you are and what you're doing, what you're about, live it. Live it. That's that's it. That's the list. That's the episode. That's all I got. <laughs> that's where I'm at. Yeah, pretty much. Handle your business. God dang. Um, I think that's it. That's all I got for regrets. Oh, yeah, regressing being a man. So, to sum it all up, uh, regret is more of a a lingering feeling. That's not helping. Uh, or a mindset, if you will. It's not the, or at least how people use it. Mm. So, yeah, that's, it's more of a, the way people use it is uh, more of a, a lingering feeling and remorse is, um, kind of what happens once you get over that. So, like, you make a mistake, you regret it while you're reflecting on it, or you regret it in that instance. And then once you move forward and past it, you know, 
it's not that you regret that it happened anymore. You're just remorseful that you had to learn whatever you learned that way. And then when it comes to being a man, just like, it's not about being tough. It's not about having, that's another thing. It's not about having the most stuff and trying to show off. Stop and all that, like, in 2020 it's, and 2021. All of please. 2000, the, the whole millennia. Stop flexing for clout. Flex because you want to flex for you, not not the gram, not the Twitter, not the Facebook, not the what's what's that other one the kids you the the chat snap snap. Uh, Snapchat. There you go. Not for TikTok or whatever you want to call it. Like, just just stop it. No one cares, and if they do care, then like. That's that's another part. Mind your own business. I've never met people who've been so pressed to call themselves a man and then like be the first person in somebody else's business. Ooh, I can't believe he did this. Ooh, he got that. Oh, I gotta get it too. Like be yourself, take care of your business and, and, and stick to your word. That that's what being a man is. So this one? I think some did the thing where you timed out again. Can you hear me now? Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. God dang. Um, all right, what I miss? Where did I cut off? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, people to stop flexing, yes. but but essentially, stop flexing yeah. for everybody else, just flex for you and take care of your kids. If you got kids and you know you're not sending no money back home, you're not hitting them on a video call once a week, slash once a month, every two weeks, you're not doing anything emotionally supportive, go take care of your kids, handle your goddamn business because there's nothing worse that you can do to a child than to not allow them to grow up with your influence, if they are your child. And I don't mean like a bad influence or you want them to be a perfect copy of you. You just want to give all the knowledge that you have to them so they don't either one, make a mistake, or they can take something that you did and do it a lot better. But take care of your kids. I know that was a tangent, but you'd be surprised. Man. People out here just not doing this. It's essential. Um, I... And I tell you, I have seen. Um, so for those who don't know, I currently work in T-Mobile. It's, it's retail, and um, you know, people do people do what they do, and you know, sometimes we got to put a ball off on people. People, uh, you know, with their misconduct, not so. Um, so the last bolo that we seen was actually for a mother and her young son, and when I say young, I mean definitely under age of thirteen. More than likely under the age of ten, that were going around in tandem and as a tag team, as a team, doing snatching grabs and robbery. Really? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Horrible I influence, myself. but all right. When we say spend quality time with your kids and make sure you bond with your kids, that's not what we mean. Um, please find a more productive way. For instance, go rob AT and T. I don't like wow, that. Wow, not AT and T. Maybe Verizon, <laughs> but not AT and T. 
AT and T scammed me out of like two thousand dollars at one point. Okay, I have a personal thing that against AT&T. All right, I in no way shit. Sunnyside Sam does not endorse any form of criminal activity versus T Mobile, AT and T, or any other entity. Yeah, I, I don't endorse company. that at all. <laughs> I'm not with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Um, let's try to keep it clean, people, with uh, with our bonding with our kids, or just keep it clean in general. Like, obviously, we can't control what you do, but, I mean, I implore you, please. Mm. Not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to forgive me. I'm I'm getting tired. Uh, I've been up since the uh, the cheek turn of dawn. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I don't make those days. Well, I think, um, I think I'm good. You good? Yeah, we pretty much got everything covered in with a with a little bit extra as well. So, all right, bet. You know, at some point we're gonna have to uh make a goddamn on. We, you know, we can use the Instagram page. We gotta make sure everybody cool with it though. Uh, for this episode, and also, I don't know if I'm gonna keep recording these. Did you want to uh host? We'll we'll talk about that offline. Uh, this is Sunnyside Sam. Yeah. If you want to find me slash follow me, you can look at me or yeah, listen to me. Over at Do Better Radio, um, I'm on Spotify, Castbox, Apple Music, all of that. Uh, you can also email me at dobetterradio at gmail.com, or you can DM me on Instagram at Sunnyside Sam Official, and then I'm gonna let you do your thing. All right. So for all those who need to contact me, I am at ndgo and they go with some underscores uh, behind it over there on Instagram. I I am making a podcast soon. It is in the works. Um, I have an email for it, just not all the way set up yet. And uh, currently, I have somebody working on a logo for it. Yes, I'm going all the way. I'm being like official, official with this, indeed. Um, but when I get that, I will get that all out to you guys. But for now, really, the only place is at NDGO underscore underscore. Um, I believe that I do have an EP going out with my good friend, uh, Lamonte Bombay and Pat Robbie. Um, so um, when that releases, we'll let you guys know what that said. And also, me and Lamonte Bombay do have a, a, a album over there on Apple Music. Um, if you guys want to go check that out, it's called Connection, K-I-N-E-C-T-I-O-N. It was a pretty fire album. Um, 16 Ain't Enough was probably my favorite track off of there. Yeah, I really? know, right? Yeah. Wow. That was uh probably the one I was most proud of. Um definitely for the most in the in the making that one. Uh incidentally, mine's is a uh, championship belt though. Look, look, man. Look. To you so. All right. We we we, yeah. we got talking y'all's heads off. Guys, I wanna appreciate you for uh tuning in to SAF Talks. Um, I don't know what the next episode is going to be like. Either I'm going to initiate it or Tony Monteri is going to uh, initiate it. We don't know. If we do, we'll drop a quip um, through my page if he transfers it to his page or anybody else. But we'll let you guys know from my page, and then you'll get the posting, and then you can follow us that way. Uh, this will be posting to Spotify, also on Anchor, Box. Tell your friends, tell your wife, tell your mistress, then leave your mistress and fix your relationship. And then um, 
Yeah. This is Side Sam signing off, and I want you all to have a wonderful, wonderful evening or morning. I don't know, bro. I'm out. Peace. Just have a wonderful life, and everybody, please wash your wash hands. Wash your hands, you filthy animals. And don't be, if you got one pair of gloves on and you open four doors and you sit down in the house, take them gloves off. Or when you go, like, don't, don't. can that be a topic for our next episode? Because, like, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a bathroom and just seeing people just walk out. Look me in the eye and just like completely. It's like, bro, you're hands. trifling. You know, I, you know, for younger users, listeners, cover your ears. I don't know what type of yeast infection you got going on. Like, come on, bro. Like, wash your hands. Dapping somebody up and then they out here picking their nose. Come on. Immediately after they leave after the bathroom, you leave too. The ba- like, bro, wash it. Don't be filthy. Yeah, we definitely gonna uh, get into that. Within the next episode, um, that's not going to be the whole next episode. So, but it will be. We, we definitely going to drop that. We're going to talk about that. All right, I've I've said all I need to say. This is Sunny Side Sam signing off. And uh, yeah, style ain't free, and style is for me. Style is for us. Style is for we. That's all. I, that's all I got. I'm in the studio. All right, man. <laughs> Peace.